Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, which is known for high quality, exacting standards, and timeless design. It is closely associated with creativity and innovation, coupled with tradition. Thanks for joining us. That's right, Molly. And I have to say, I'm very glad that the corporate music finally started playing after you were done with the read. Good job, soundboard. I think there's something about the latency that just makes it that much more bland. I think there was jitter. Uh, I, we would like to thank the good people at Rodia who make the iconic French Rodia notepad. Rodia. Or Rodia. Rodia. <laughs> for today's piece of uh, bland corporate speak for our yeah. intro. And Do you think we could make this a sponsored on. part of the show? Oh! <gasps> Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> it's not. The way you said it, I, I almost felt like I had to disclose. They didn't pay for this. They, yeah, they, they didn't pay immediately for that think like, but they could. But they could. <laughs> Rich, take a note. Take a memo in your roadie <laughs> Assignment notepad. two. After the NFT t-shirt we talked about in the bonus show, <laughs> hit up Rodia for a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, it's good to be back. It is so good to be back. We had two whole weeks where we were just a rotating cast. Ships it was wonderful. Could have been more fun to podcast with Rich and your show with Rich was so fun. And it is great to be reunited. Indeed it is. Uh, I was at a hotel last weekend. Uh, uh, what which, now? Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> which leads me to my first thing. Ice makers. This is just <laughs> something I noticed because I needed some ice and I was... and. Hotels have been taking things away. Like you, you don't need regular towel service, do you? Uh, mm. You know, you you don't need all the little bottles of shampoo, do you? We're we're gonna charge you fifteen dollars for a bottle of water now. Uh, it's gonna be in the mini bar, but it'll cost you fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. But ice makers, I went to get ice, and I was like, how crazy is it that there's still like this thing from the sixties? It was started at a Holiday Inn, maybe even in the fifties. And yet, and yet we, we haven't grown out of it. They haven't turned it into an item they're going to charge you for. Uh, it's an old piece of technology, and yet there's still a thing. So it's not me identifying a new thing. It's me kind of honoring the continued thingness of ice makers in a hotel. I love this. And you have even brought supporting material to the effect that you are not the only person who has noticed this. Yeah. And in fact, the supporting material is a thing of its own in the same vein, because in March 2022, Emily Denuzzo wrote the real reason hotels still have ice machines for Reader's Digest. Oh, <laughs> rd.com Biscuits. Yeah. Also RD. still a thing, apparently. Also. <laughs> so, oh, I love that it's a thing that that sometimes things don't have to die. Yeah. Sometimes you can stay gold, pony boy. How, how, 
How, ice makers? How have you done this? How have you done this? But thank goodness that you have, because how mad do you get when you actually can't find one? And you have to call down and be like, can you just bring me some ice? And it'll be like 45 minutes or it's Mm -hmm. broken. Yep. Because the soda machine never works. The soda machine never will take your money. I don't even know why they put soda machines in hotel rooms, because they're always broken. Apparently, keeping up with ice demand has been expensive for hotels. And so when ice machines came along, they were like, yay. But now, yeah, this is a great, I love this. I love this because you're totally right. And as we return to hotels that, you know, the like sort of meta concept here is as we return to the world in hotels, we're going to be like, oh my God, that's right. You can just straight up get like ice, ice in the hall. And, and an ice bucket in the room. And an ice bucket in the room. Like yes, another indeed. old fashioned thing that you just wouldn't. Like if you were designing a hotel for the first time today, you'd like you'd put in Wi-Fi, you know, you'd you'd put in like cool environmentally friendly soap. Uh, mm-hmm. You you wouldn't put an ice bucket. You wouldn't assume that that's something that that every so. room would need, right? But it does. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, well, that's funny because the first thing that I brought is also a uh, like overnight success many years in the making Mm, okay but has finally uh, really just incontrovertibly arrived i've now seen this mixed into tiktoks and really big stars on this youtube show called deep called chicken shop date so chicken shop as in a a restaurant that Uh sells chicken like yep yeah all right right like fried chicken chicken sandwich chicken shop Exactly. And, and in date, fact, this as is, in meet a person and be like, hey, you're cool. Let's hang yeah. out and see if you're cooler. Going on a date. Got it. And it is. So I watched it. I, I, I'm like, I should have reversed the order because my second thing was on this thing <laughs> is how I came across it. And now I keep seeing it everywhere. But so it is this little tease ahead there, folks. It's this young woman who's a YouTube host. Uh, her name is Emily DeMoldenberg. I'm sorry, Amelia, Amelia Amelia de Moldenberg. Mm -hmm. And she does these interviews at a chicken shop. And I think it's like pretty much almost always the same one in London. A uh, it's called Morley's, a fast food chain restaurant in the sleepy town of Lawton, Essex. And she goes on a date. Like her character is Mm -hmm. a woman who's on a date with the interviewee. And she's like, not. They're not really on a oh, date. Oh, so this is her interview gimmick. It's her interview gimmick. Exactly. Is that I'm not just interviewing you. It's as if I'm on a date with you. Right. And so she plays a character. She plays a, a character Got who's it. sort of like a right. comically flirty, incredibly awkward. This is a little between two ferns. It's very much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's probably, that is like unquestionably the comedic inspiration. It's like, it's very much like that. And it's awkward in the sense that they'll like, she'll be talking to them and then they'll just cut to like the chicken for four to five seconds Uh, uh of sort of awkwardness. So very between two firms, ferns, but there's, and just, it's, it should be unwatchable because it's so awkward how she's like pretending to be on a date with them and like flirting with them and stuff, except that they're kind of into it. It is amazing and she never breaks character mm-hmm. and sometimes it just is like horrible because it's so <laughs> because not all dates go well and then sometimes it's like oh wow yeah there's some chemistry here like are you really going to be dating but i don't think that's happened she t- appears to be dating someone now 
I, I don't know, dude. It's just, it's really mesmerizing and I keep seeing it everywhere. And then she recently interviewed someone from the Wiggles, like one of the guys from the Wiggles. Oh, wow. And then that was like auto-tuned on a really big TikTok channel. And I think that just caused it to blow up even more. And it has the confluence with this year's Ur thing, freaking chicken. Yeah, right? (laughs) On top of it all. It's also fried chicken because fried chicken. It's also fried chicken. So I don't even think she did that on purpose, yeah. but I think that's why this is such a big thing is because well, she it, it's it with thing chicken. Where they were like, there are 300 YouTube channels with this concept. <laughs> uh, one is about shawarma. One's about burgers. This one's about chicken. And that's why it rose above. I so mean, it's huge. Yeah. Yep. And she's been doing this for eight years. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, so really it is fried chicken ticket off that 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 boosted her. I I I, I almost guarantee I like, it, right? I'm, I I don't know how to quantify that and find out for sure, but like it's got to be. I I it think has it's a to be skill chicken. to make this work too. Like between yeah, oh, two yeah. ferns is genius because it isn't just awkward questions. It's Zach Galifianakis knew what kind of awkward questions, how, you know, what to ask, when to ask, when to move on. It's all about timing. So mm-hmm. she must have that skill. Absolutely. And she has really, really studied comedy. Um, and, and she chicken. has this sort of like, she puts this <laughs> smile on this and chicken. She, she has this odd kind of smile that she says that she perfected by looking at Wallace's uh, labored grimace in Nick oh, Park's stop motion comedy wow. franchise, Wallace and Gromit. Uh-huh. I'm reading, by the way, from the New York Times, which wrote about her in February of this year, because that's how much she's arrived. Dang, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. I like this. I'm going to have to watch this. And it's really funny to watch, but only like a couple times because it's so intense. So grab yourself a fried chicken sandwich, folks, from your favorite emporium. <laughs> Sit down you're and gonna, watch a couple episodes. You're yeah. going to want one after you watch this because there's yeah. lingering shots. I want of one and I'm just looking at the picture of the chicken shop. She's I in. also want some chicken. It's It's so fascinating. I love that there's a burgers menu, but the burgers are all chicken sandwiches. I mean, but it says this, burgers menu. Yeah, this chicken shop is already also, by the way, like completely on trend and didn't even know. They it. do have a pizza meal for four pounds, and that looks wow. like actual pizza. We should just go here. Yeah, let's do mm-hmm. a, a live uh, It's a Thing from Morley's in From Luton. Morley's and be like, it's an homage to chicken shop date. Oh, they have tacos? Is that, am I reading that right? I, I'm sorry. I just, I'm, you I'm might really be focused on the wrong things here. Yeah, I, I am. I totally am. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Uh, no, I love this. It's a really fun one. It's Chicken a really shop fun one. Date. Thank you. That's genius. Thank you to my child and TikTok for uh, making it, for cementing this in thing, in thinghood. Yeah. Uh, so before Pete Davison does a video on it on Saturday Night Live tomorrow, I would like to call <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. As uh, the, the uh, call it out as the meme generator that it is the future cult classic that it will inevitably be. Uh, know your meme uh, actually has it all written up, uh, saying like, "Yes, you will not understand this movie, but everyone will be quoting it Monty Python style for the next thirty years." Really? Yeah. I have never heard of this, and I cannot wait. Uh, it's uh, indie indie hit from A twenty four Studios. Kind of slow burn, make you know, slowly putting millions together as it gets the gets the the momentum as people mm-hmm. talk about it. It stars Michelle Yeoh as the main character, Evelyn Wang. Amazing. Uh, it involves a laundromat and time travel and alternate realities, but I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I've only seen the trailer, and even from the trailer, it's pretty much looks impossible to explain. But if you like sci-fi 
uh, or Michelle Yeoh, uh, you <laughs> or both. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you need to clearly be on top of this immediately because Pete Davidson is listening to the show right now and writing mm-hmm, a skit about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, apparently hot dog fingers, the fanny pack scene, uh, Rocka Cooney. These are, these are all things that people are going to be throwing around that you will not understand unless you've seen this movie. So what is also extra super crazy about this is that my son has brought up to me roughly 30 times in the past few weeks, the A24 studio. Uh, you know what? I have been hearing their name bandied about a little more than usual, too. You know, and I live in Los Angeles, so studios do get bandied about in casual conversation because right. we all have a script and we're all trying to push it on each other <laughs> all the time. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, no, I, I've noticed that, too. Interesting. I know. So I could because, yes, I could see it being bandied about in L.A. We need a third outside confirmation because yeah. my son is, in, yeah, yeah. is a digital media student and they're doing filmmaking right now. Sure. So it's not totally organic that it would occur to him, but he keeps bringing it up and talking about how they're making all these sort of underground hits. And if you're hearing it, then audience, I plead with you. Tell us if uh, it's happening in your world also, and then we'll have the information. But I'm calling it everything everywhere all at once. Cult hit. Cannot wait. Cult hit could be like the room could be like Rocky horror. I'm not sure. Could be Monty Python, but it's going to, it's going to be somewhere in there. Oh my God. I have to watch this immediately. We're canceling Seder. I'm definitely going to see it this weekend if I can do that at all. Is it in the movie? Do I have to go? Somewhere? You have to go to the the move to the movie. Yes, you have to go to the movie uh, whoa, to the theater. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, and it's actually getting people to go wow. without being an Avengers movie. All right, we have to go to this this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Sometimes I'm shopping. Other times I'm making social plans with my child. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cause I had to text him in the middle of the show and be like, is this the studio that you're always talking about? He's like, yeah, yes, yes. Not eight twenty-five. The thing that got me to watch chicken shop date yes. was her interview with Jack Harlow, mm. which I watched because I was like, my God, Jack Harlow is everywhere. Jack Harlow has reached thing like explode he's what's the explode terminal velocity or the, the whatever it takes to get out of the atmosphere terminal yeah. velocity is the bad uh, one. escape velocity escape escape velocity, velocity. Mm-hmm. i believe that jack harlow has reached escape velocity he is a rapper who's been around for a long time he was sort of like best known for uh what's poppin which came out in 2020 um what's poppin i got options i love that song we say it all the time and then he did a duet with lil nas x industry baby so you could imagine that he got some some likes there on the tiktok and then now he has a new song called first class which is like apparently one of the most used sounds right now it's got all these different creates oh because it's all over the tiktoks because it's all over the TikTok. He gave him any, he, he is smart enough and uh, young enough to issue a sneak peek, like an early release mm, clever. of a cut from this track to TikTok so that they would make all these, like, uh... yeah, there it is. I can put you in. Oh, it's sampling Fergie. Okay. And it's sampling Fergie. Mm-hmm. Got it. I feel like that was fair yep. use, right? Just that much, right? There. I-, I think. <laughs> It was definitely right there. Exactly. Right there was fair use. And it is huge. And I think he's huge because he's really effectively, like Lil Nas X effectively used social media like crazy. He is effectively used TikTok. It is his third 
uh, TikTok powered single to basically hit the blue, the billboard charts. Oh, wow. But he's also just like, I like him. Like he's really talented and he's, he's kind of smart and introspective. He doesn't drink. Mm. Um, I mean, I think he does a lot of weed, but (laughs) uh, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Um, and that is like, that is all the smart things I have to say about Jack Harlow, except like, go listen to him. He's really fun. And then I guess he's also being sued over some kind of a terrible Kentucky Derby shooting, which is awful. Wait, but, he um, shot somebody? No, he oh, didn't. He okay. like was there was a I think it was a concert situation gone wrong. Oh, somebody got shot at, a at one of his Somebody concerts. got shot at one of his concerts. I see. And, I see. Yeah. But he um oh yeah, and Rich points out he might be a little bit of sober culture crossover. Yeah. Mhm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Sober culture taking a sober over. culture crossover. Look yeah, look at that. Nice. He quit drinking in 2020. This is a good. This is a great one. I I I was unfamiliar with the Jack Harlow. Thank you for introducing. <gasps> oh my god! I think you're gonna like it. Probably yeah, not yeah. as much as you're gonna as you would like. What was the last music thing I brought? And you were like, I have to listen to this. Mm, drill. I have oh, a yeah. feeling you might enjoy drill more. Although I think there are notes of drill. I knew, in the occasional I knew Jack drill song. though. I was just wasn't as familiar with it as grime. But I knew of it. I, right. I didn't even. I I missed Jack <gasps> Harlow. This is good. Oh my god! I'm yeah. so excited for you. Yeah, he's fun. He's really fun. Very very cool. Yep, fun thing. All right. Uh, well, let's see what other things you all would like to introduce to us. Feedback at it's a thing dot me is the email address that Greg emailed to. You could be like Greg. Greg's <laughs> Greg's awesome, but you know <laughs> you're just as special as Greg. So email us feedback at it's a thing dot me. Uh, Greg on the Easter Bunny said, "Hi Molly and Rich. Tom, you weren't privy to this discussion." but I listened uh, regarding the Easter bunny pictures. This was totally a thing for me growing up in Ohio in the late eighties, early nineties. The Easter bunny was as prevalent as the mall at the mall as Santa was. I checked to make sure this wasn't simply an Ohio thing. And my wife from Wisconsin spoke of similar memories. This could be an older Midwest thing that has reached broader thingdom. Mm, I think that makes actually a ton of sense. Yep. I, uh, I will throw in my, uh, older Midwestern perspective on this since I wasn't on the show last week. We, my sister and I never visited the Easter bunny. Not a thing. Santa. No, that was same. it. Born mm-hmm. in 1966 and 1970 brother born in 1977 visited the Easter bunny at the mall. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. It was an eighties. It was an, it came along in the eighties, late eighties, late ish. Yeah. I mean, that is when everything got, uh, monetized <laughs> and it was a mall thing whereas santa was a department store thing for us because we were pre-mall sort of mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. but the it was the easter bunny came in with the mall the mall was like well we have this thing for santa can we can we do it more often it seems to really bring in the people let's try the easter bunny let's that's kind of how it looked to me from the yeah. Outside. yeah oh that is so interesting and then now it's spreading it's gotten sort of like non-secularly non-threatening enough probably mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. yeah um, well, Mike writes in on everyone's favorite topic, chicken. Chicken again. <laughs> nice. I think like we may have to do end of the year awards again. And, and uh-huh. I'm just calling it now that like thing of the year is chicken. F- favorite right now. For it's sure. freaking fried chicken. The favorite yeah. right now is fried chicken. All right. So Mike writes in your show discussing the rise in chicken sandwiches reminded me of another thing that I've been seeing here in Orlando and I'm sure it's spread. Fried chicken is a thing, so much so that we have an entire section of town that is being referred to as the chicken strip or the less safe for work, but I'm editorializing here, hilarious. 
cock block <laughs> because of the ridiculous number of chicken restaurants it has within walking distance of each other. <laughs> the chicken strip. I've included a link below to a local blog discussing it. The trend reminds me of something similar from a few years back when we had an explosion of slightly fancier than fast food style burger places. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. These seem to balloon for a few years, but have since faded to more moderate levels. Also of note is that I think the fried chicken thing has a sub thing of Korean fried chicken specifically. Hell yeah. As we have a ton of those places opening up as well. Yeah. I got um, real excited the first time I saw a BB.Q outside of LA. And then I found out they're everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) Like it is totally taken off. Uh, (laughs) and, And again, I think the Korean fried chicken thing is a, is a confluence of the fried chicken thing with its own momentum and the K-pop K-drama Hallyu uh, sort yeah. of thing feeding on itself. So freaking true. But the fact that you have an entire block, the cock block. with a name, the yeah. cock block like that. I, I, I mean, thing like it was thing of the year. It was leading the pack before this email, but now like, I don't know how it's getting unseated. Yeah. No, the year's it's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's, but it's going to be tough. Yeah. Shara Marie in Discord asked for thing check. Of course, Shara Marie, that's what we're here for. Uh, thing check. <laughs> I keep seeing Manuka honey in everything. The new CBD, and then links to both uh, the Food Network and the Insider. Manuka honey. I'm pretty. I've never sure heard of this. You have, uh, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure I did it way back in the first run of it's a thing. Really? What? Seriously? I definitely bought Manuka honey back then. Oh, I have. I was just talking about this in Costco the other day. My boyfriend brought it up. It's the one that is like supposed to be antibacterial. And in fact, although this is considered pseudoscience by some, I do know someone whose dad, who's an elderly man, got a really, really bad injury and they could not, it got infected and he was on every antibiotic and none of it was working. They put this freaking honey on there and it fixed it. Doctors. So it's been brewing for a few years, Shara Marie. Uh, it, it certainly was a thing in China eight years ago. Uh, Cause that, that's where I first started hearing about it. Uh, and I feel like it's just been consistently spreading. And I think you're right. I think it's maybe not the new CBD, so much as just reaching CBD like levels potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, and there's not, and yes, uh, to at Porter's point, all honey is somewhat antibacterial, but there's something about this Manuka. It's like supposed to be more pure. It's really expensive and it's native to New Zealand. Like it's only found in one place. Yeah. It's a particular bees. Or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. um, koala bees, kiwi bees. Oh. I don't know, but, but anyway, uh, it's, short it's, version, it's chunkier. Yes. It's like a, a grittier honey too. Right. It looks like a, um unfiltered sake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. Manuka okay. Honey. Well, so yeah. So Shara Marie, consider your definitely. thing checked. Check, check mark. Yes, definitely <laughs> a thing. Uh, and now it oh, is boy. time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The shout outs. Shout out, shout out, shout out. For those of you kind souls who support us at the shout out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing. We thank you not only uh, for keeping our butts in these chairs every week, but also given us the most fun time of the day handcrafted yeah, shout outs absolutely by one I, I feel like this makes a good birthday present like you could <gasps> buy a month of supporting it's a thing yes. and then just just message us so rich knows like instead of my name use this name and you could get your 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 friend or or family member a shout out on that it's a is thing. a great idea mm-hmm 
Today's shout out theme is uncharacteristically schadenfreude, <laughs> which I appreciate. Mm. Shout outs today are based on the CNN digital mission. RIP, RIP CNN Plus. Ah, uh, CNN Plus. We literally hardly knew you. We literally <laughs> did not even watch a thing. Damn it. Uh, quick, quick take. David Zaslov pretty much told them, like, you can launch that. I can't stop you because the merger's not closed. But if you do, yeah. I will close it. I and will close did. it. Yeah. I know. So that was not a bluff to call. No. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Apparently nope. not. No. Uh, should we just uh, back and forth each one of these I lines? I think so. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Here we go. We are Kevin Sill seekers and storytellers. We are journalists, designers, and technologists united by a mission to inform, engage, and empower David Grizzly Smith. We bear witness to Morris Jones as he unfolds and explain not just what happened to Lee Price, but why and what it means to Benjamin Forrest. Our products and platforms take Eric Duncan to the farthest corners of Jake Woods, and they bring Gabrielle Cohen to Joe Hood, delivering content and services that enrich Lara Abel, her family, and Miranda Janelle. We are available on more Andrew Bradleys and in more places than any other Louis St. Amour. We stand for excellence in our journalism and our Mike Akins. We are committed to serving James C. Smith. We are It's a Thing. Oh, I got chills. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like have all the schadenfreude fun with the CNN Plus and its abrupt demise because like a lot of people worked on it and also left their jobs and lost oh, them. Oh, no, I have a, a former tech TV uh, co-worker who, who was was part of it. It's very sad. I guess I, I that it. all sucks, yeah. but also really you guys went with bear witness. You really did. <laughs> you went with well, this. This, this shit is CNN digital. I feel like this is still the mission of CNN digital. Just that CNN plus was part of CNN. Oh, that's digital, even right? better. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Oh, so they're still bearing witness. We even are, it's a thing. <laughs> Thank you for listening to It's a Thing because actually we couldn't have done a show without CNN Plus because that was a freaking thing. Mm. Uh, it and burned now bright. Not. Now it's not. Become a member of It's a Thing at patreon.com slash it's a thing. You will not only potentially get a shout out, but uh, access to our Discord where we stream live every week and an ad-free RSS feed and bonus content. And and don't hesitate to send us your things. Feedback at it's a thing.me. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Can't hold it back. Gonna break down now. Can't hold it back. Amos has a personal honey collection. I know. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.